Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for our radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, tuning in through our online affiliates around the world, we're glad that you all could be with us as well. You know, we always love to be able to inspire you all to not only be able to reach your own personal greatness, but to realize no matter what challenges you face, how you can be able to keep going on and get to the other side. Our next guest definitely knows this really well. We're excited to welcome Lynn F. Forney to our program today. Lynn is the author of the powerful book, Choosing Survival, How I Endured a Brutal Attack and a Lifetime of Trauma Through the Power of Action, Choice, and Self-Expression. We want to talk to Lynn not only about the courage to tell her story, but also what it's been like for her to already see the impact, what she hopes you're able to take away from it. And of course, we'll let you guys know how to stay connected with her as well. Lynn, thank you so much for the time today. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So, Lynn, this is such an important conversation, for one, because of your choosing to share your story with the rest of us. What has it been like for you, Lynn, to be able to see the way that people are already resonating with your own personal journey? Um, it's been really powerful. I, one, of the, one of my friends actually said that she felt seen after reading my book, and I thought that was such a beautiful um, response to it. Because that was that's what I hoped. You know, I hope that even if you didn't experience things that I have experienced, but you can, you know, everyone's experienced trauma, right? And so my hope is that you can feel seen, and then have the courage to share your own story and find healing in that way. And I think that is the the powerful thing here. And what I love too, Lynn, that you talk about is that in many ways we are talking about the you know the, the physical trauma that we go through. But I think all of us have some type of trauma or event in our life that has shaped us. Is that part of the common denominator you all, all also are seeing with readers that they're able to see on some level the connection there and what they can do to overcome their own trauma? Absolutely. I mean, I had some people kind of talk about things that they had, you know, maybe they tried meditation in the past or therapy um, and kind of, you know, like we all do, we kind of get busy. We like sort of lose, you know, kind of the, the, the everyday kind of um, inspiration to do that. And then they were inspired to kind of get back into it after kind of seeing the things that I had done to go through healing. Um, but yeah, like I said, everyone has experienced trauma in their own way. Um, it stays with us until we deal with it, to be quite honest, even if we don't realize it. Um, and so I think that has been um, eye-opening to some readers. Um, it's also you know, for people that do know they've experienced trauma but know that they have more healing to do, I, I hope that it's inspired them to kind of have the courage to do that as well. So, Lynn, I have to ask you, if you don't mind, uh, I mean, because you do take us into what you went through. I mean, you take us back, you know, to the 1990s and what that whole time was like for you. Was that an, an easy decision to make, not to to re- reflect on it and to record it, but was it an easy decision for you to share it? No. <laughs> Um, I, you know, when it happened, I would kind of tell people like, oh, this is so crazy. I should just write a book, right? Like all the way back, you know, when I was 21 years old, 1998. And it's kind of floated around for all these years. And I just, I never, I never thought that I couldn't do it. I just wasn't ever sure I would do it. And um, certainly I experienced a lot of victim shaming 
and people not believing me or kind of questioning me constantly. And so I was fearful that that would happen. I'd be setting myself up to do that all over again. And that was really scary. You know, I had to kind of put my fears aside and think that, you know, this is bigger than me even. This is something that I, I wanted to do for my own healing, certainly, but for others. And so I just kind of had to constantly sort of push through that my own fears of sort of setting myself up to experience kind of almost re-traumatizing myself again. Right. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it was definitely scary. <laughs> and, and I think too, for our audience, and I'll talk around some of this Lynn, because I think sure. we, I mean, definitely to um, remind the audience, they definitely want to get this book. But I think the thing is when we're talking about life and death, I know I'm myself, I'm a suicide attempt survivor. And I think to myself, mm-hmm. you know, over the past 20 years, since my last suicide attempt, how much I think of life differently. I appreciate things that other people may think are not big deals. <laughs> you know, I think about right, them, right. like being able to wake up and open your eyes and actually get out of bed by yourself. You know, did you find that that was one of the things that did happen to you, that your whole idea of life and what living means changed? Yeah, I mean, I I have uh, – I'm, I'm – it's always weird because people will be like, oh, I'm so happy you survived that, right? And so I I always feel – I kind of laugh because it is an awkward thing to say, so I'll say it to you knowing it's an awkward thing to say. But I yeah. – you know, and then I, I talk about my book. You know, I, I suffered some very severe depression even before getting attacked, mm-hmm. and I think just this 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 strength, just this, this knowledge or this – wow, like, damn, I'm really strong. Like, you know, and I certainly don't want to die. You know, like that really was yeah. a very wake, a huge wake up call for me. Like I fought to be here. And um, so, yeah. And, and I'm not going to lie and say, Oh, I, I don't sweat the small stuff anymore. Cause I do, but then I'll mm-hmm. even question myself. Like, man, I have been through literal hell and I'm, and I'm worried about this. So yeah, it definitely can change right. my perspective a lot, but it does. It makes me appreciate everything. I mean, even, even the tough times, because that's what gives us, the, the the joy, right? We can't experience the joy without the darkness. Yeah. Such a great point. I like Such a great point. Yeah. Lynn, I'm going to come back to the title, Choosing Survival, a bit later, but I want to go to the subtitle of the book, How I Endured a Brutal Attack in a Lifetime of Trauma Through the Power of Action, Choice, and Self-Expression. Because for a lot of people who are out there, and I know I've talked to a lot of people over the years over this program and in my in-person work as well, is that they, that's what they want to know is the how. What was the biggest catalyst for you when it came to the how you did it? it? It sounds very simple, but I really was just determined to not let this event completely change my life or destroy my life. I was mm-hmm. just, I was a dance major in school and um, I had a brace on my leg for years. So this was not easy every day, but I definitely kept going back to the idea that I am not going to let this, this person, this event completely derail my life. Like I'm going to still continue to, do what I was going, you know, what I wanted to do before. I'm going to fight even harder for it after. And um, every day that I have a really, you know, kind of down day, sometimes you just have to feel the feelings, right, and, and know that they're going to they're going to move through. But it is kind of going back to that that actual decision that I made all those years ago that I am just not going to let this event just completely derail my life. And so I've just always had that in the back of my mind or in my heart to, you know, anytime I need to need support or need help, like. No, I'm going to fight. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make this work. So it really is just, I mean, the power of our minds and making that decision. And I think that that just shows how powerful our minds can be. And I think it does go to what you said, I mean, about about choosing life, choosing survival. And I think for me, the reason why I wanted to talk about the subtitle a bit first, Lynn, because I think for our audience, 
sometimes we forget our own power in situations, right? We allow our power oh, yeah. to be taken away. And you you share so bravely in the book about there are times when, you know, it very, could have been very easy for you to allow others to decide what was going to happen mm-hmm. to you and how you came out of this. Talk to us about the choice. What was it like for you to realize that you did have a choice in the matter? Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, I felt that very often that I had no power or, or, you know, no anonymity or, or, you know, autonomy, I guess is the right word. But, um, again, it was just being determined. I mean, I I talked to you about, you have to be your own advocate, right? Like you are your own best advocate always. And so if if this, if this doctor or the therapist isn't the right fit or they're not listening to you, it's time to find another one. And that's what I would do. You know, it was just like, okay, this doctor is not taking me seriously or this doctor is, you know, kind of treating me poorly. Then I'm going to find another one. And I just wouldn't let um, that get in my way. It's frustrating, definitely, and can right. get very tiring. But, you know, at the same time, like, you know, I, I mean, I've gone through therapy, you know, years and years later. And I remember telling the therapist um, that, you know, I just don't want to have the same issues when I'm 85 years old. You know, so it's just kind of like I just don't want to be dealing with these same things. I'm I'm ready. I'm I want, I'm determined. I want to to change these things. So it's it's hard to to explain, but it's just literally just making that decision and kind of sticking with it. The the title of the book is beautiful, Lynn, and I, I want to Thank talk you. about that in relation to what you mentioned about dance and movement, because the other thing that comes across to me is what you say in the subtitle, the power of action. Mm-hmm. I, I want to talk about that in re, in relation to the 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 illustrative form, I guess, of thinking about what you've been able to do with your body and movement. And then how mm-hmm. that kind of also translated with uh, the power of action in your, your daily life. Talk to us about that. How do you feel like your love of dance and movement, how that helped you, and especially in, in making the decision to keep getting back up, so to speak? Yeah, it's something that's been with me since I was very young. I've always been kind of – I've loved to move and dance and um I was a cheerleader when I was like three years old. <laughs> like it's just been such a huge part of who I am. And expression through our bodies is it's it's such a unique thing in some ways because you don't have to use words. And so often there's not the right words, right? Or we don't have them yet to express ourselves, but through our bodies or they're so innately um intelligent and they they kind of know what's going on before sometimes we are even aware. And it's just a matter of listening to them. And so, like, being able to use my body to express these things is, is without having to speak about it, um, it kind of takes the pressure off in some ways and then allows me to be more free in others. So it just allows me – it gives me this freedom that, yeah, that, like, sometimes, you know, with words, it's hard, especially when you're talking to someone one-on-one and you don't know how they're going to take what you're saying or if they're going to understand what you're saying. There's something about this energetic kind of um, give and take that you have with an audience when you're dancing, for instance. It's so beautiful. And um, nothing like for me, there's nothing like it. So being able to kind of use this this experience of trauma and be able to being able to put it through my body and then hope that it can reach someone that way as well, um, it's just something really powerful and beautiful about it. I love that, and I love the fact too that I mean, even as we we all kind of change and we progress and or we age, you know, there there's the idea of still being able to stay active, right, in some form. And maybe it's not in the ways that we used to, could do. I bring that up because, yeah, because, Lynn, you talk about in the book about 
life continuing. And I think one thing, especially as we've all dealt now with the pandemic, we all a phrase I think I've never had heard before, I don't think in my, my life as much, is the new normal. I want to talk about what that mm-hmm. was like for you because you experienced the new normal before we all did <laughs> in 2020. Right. Uh, what was it like for you to experience and to think about life in a new way? That maybe, you know, that, like, yes, life continued, but realizing, giving yourself some grace, maybe it's the way I should, thinking about life after everything that has happened. Yeah, grace is the perfect word. You know, um, I'm super hard on myself. I always have been a perfectionist. And um, having to let that go was is still a learning lesson for me, to be honest. But um, I think giving ourselves grace is, is hugely important. Um, and, and knowing even, let's say, during the pandemic, for instance, I mean, we all are, all of our lives were rocked, right? And so giving each other grace, too, and knowing that we've all experienced something um, life-altering, really, is pretty powerful because so many of us want it, want it to be the way it was, right? Why can't we do it this way, or why couldn't it be like this? And sometimes it's surrender, too, like surrendering to, like, you know what? It is different, and I have to surrender to that. I have to allow you know, and, and move forward in, in a slightly different way and be creative. This is my chance to be a little bit creative and figure out an, a different way to go. Um, I know for me, a huge question that I could never let go of was why. Like, why did this happen? Why did this man do this to me? Why was I, Why did he pick me? And that took me a long time to really surrender and let that go because I couldn't heal until I did. Um, not fully, you know, and, and healing is, you know, a lifelong journey, but it's, it's kind of like, so I had to surrender to that, to that idea um, and so sometimes it is just we get so caught up in, like, why did this happen or why couldn't I get this or why didn't this job happen, whatever it is for each person. Sometimes surrendering allows you to kind of be open to the next thing that could be even bigger, be- you know, more beautiful than what we thought we wanted. Right. I think that's such a great yeah. point. Is is this the book you thought you'd be writing, Lynn? I think I had no idea what it would look like, to be honest. Um, I I am. I will say that I, if I'd read, if I'd written it like ten years ago, I think it would have looked very different. I think I had to really go through this time and this healing and this period to make this book what it was. Um, and I wrote it like chapter by chapter, and just kind of let it sort of come together. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting question. I've never been asked that. So yes and no. I don't know. I mean, when I dance too, when I choreograph, I just kind of things just kind of flow. When, gotcha. You know, again, going back to the surrender, right? Like, they, it usually works best when it flows. <laughs> so I think that's kind of what happened gotcha. with this book to some degree. Hmm. Do, did you find that in writing it, even though you knew what you had already overcome, did you become even more proud of yourself looking back at it this way? I definitely became more aware. I think certain things, you know, came to light, you know, and even even if I, as I talk about it, like there's other things like, oh, man, maybe I should have added this to the book or whatever. But, yeah, it's um, I don't know if proud of myself is the right word, but it, it definitely kind of even it, – it sort of highlighted everything I really have been through. So, the, so these days that I do have that are kind of low or I'm sad or, I, you know, I'm kind of wishing maybe perhaps like I could have done certain things, it's like, man, but look what I've gone through and it's pretty remarkable um you know just kind of seeing it kind of laid out like that for sure well let me ask you this question then as a follow-up i appreciate you saying that because i'm curious then especially again thinking about my audience here and i'm thinking to myself you know that one thing i have learned again as i mentioned being a suicide attempt survivor my Mm -hmm. whole life i think changed in my perspective of life and 
mm-hmm. how nothing, nothing has happened in my life since then that has made me feel that way again. So I guess I want to ask you then, do you feel as though in some ways looking at how you were able to overcome and move forward and to grow, that that has kind of better equipped you for other challenges that may come and will come your way? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like with your depression is tricky. You know, I talk about this in the book too. It's tricky, right? It's a slippery little mm-hmm. bugger. And so it's kind of, you know, when those kind of things kind of creep in, like I know I'm I'm more aware quicker, I think, to take action. It's like, oh, no, I kind of see, I kind of see now like what's going on here and I'm not going to let you do this because I know it's not me. Um, so taking action quicker. Um, and yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's probably a big one is just taking action quicker, not letting things kind of um, fester so long or bubble up under the surface. I'm, I'm definitely more aware, more self-aware for sure. Um, and then also, you know, being aware too, like when you are, are a victim of something, of some, you know, a perpetrator of some sort, you can let that paranoia or that anxiety kind of overtake you as well. And so knowing kind of what is true fear, what is like, you know, what is me being more paranoid, kind of understanding that a little bit better too. So, yeah, I mean, I hope that's answering the question. But yeah, it's definitely oh, yeah, more it aware quicker. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think too, but yeah. And appreciating too, appreciating all the good times as well. Right, right. I totally can see that. So for you, choosing survival, um, if someone does, you know, now come to you now that we're able to have conversations even in person, if people do ask you what you hope readers take away from your story, from this book, what do you normally say to them, Lynn? Um, I really do believe in the power of choice. I mean, uh, you know, obviously there's some things that we're, are beyond our control, but, but what we can control is how we react to them and what we do after the fact. So um, I think there's just such a huge take, like you said earlier, taking your power back. Mm-hmm. That is so huge. Um, I just can't stress that enough. Again, you know, you're your, your own best advocate and you have, you do have the power is, it, you know, it's so easy to get into this trap that we don't have, that we're powerless, that we're victims. And, um, and we're not, if we do, if, but we have to choose it. And sometimes, you know, it sounds really simple and cliche, but like, you know, if you're constantly looking, let's say, to the left and there's just negativity and drama over here and over to the right, there could be like dancing unicorns, but you're just not willing to look over there and see it. You know, sometimes it is just a matter of shifting your perspective. How else can you look at this situation? What, you know, how can you use your creativity to problem solve? There's so many ways, you know, or, or maybe if you have a friendship that's just really unhealthy, you know, like can you possibly shift away and see where, why it's unhealthy for you and how you can kind of shift into a healthier relationship? You know, things like that. It just depends on what the, you know, exp- what you're experiencing at the time. But there's just so much power in taking, taking your power back, right? I just, right. yeah, I'm just such a huge believer of that. Such a great thing and so necessary, I think, for all of us, I think, regardless of what challenging circumstances we find ourselves in. Well, Lynn, I want to say I'm appreciative to you for sharing your story, appreciative to you for being willing to, to talk about it, I think, because for some Thank people, um, not everyone is in that place. And, of course, we have to all give ourselves, you know, that that kindness of ourselves that not everyone is ready um, to be able to share, some people may never be ready, but I appreciate you being ready and knowing that your story can be able to help other people. Again, everyone, Lynn F. Forney has been our guest. The book, the book again, is Choosing Survival, How I Endured a Brutal Attack and a Lifetime of Trauma Through the Power of Action, Choice, 
and self-expression. It's available through our friends at Amazon.com, or you can get it through your favorite local bookstore if they don't have it. I know they'd be more than happy to order it for you. And, Lynn, how can our audience stay connected with you? Yeah, you can reach me by email at choosingsurvival at gmail.com. And I also have a website. It's Lynn Forney at uh, or lynnforney.com, and it's L-Y-N-N. <laughs> I know there's lots of ways to spell Lynn. Um, but, yeah, my website's lynnforney.com. All right. Well, Lynn, congratulations again. Thank you again for stopping by and looking forward to our next chat together. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Hey, the pleasure is definitely all ours, and we thank you, your audience, for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying, as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live, and let's go make today amazing. Take care. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.